Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. The FBI starts an investigation into Noah Calderon when neighbors report he detonated a bomb in their Texas neighborhood. Agents find a disturbing search history revealing an obsession with the Columbine mass shooting and Calderon's intensive research on nearby public schools. In his home, cops find all the materials to make bombs, including explosive powder, fuses, and ball bearings. Nancy Calderon first got the FBI's attention last year from his initial research on the Columbine massacre and from posting photos of himself in tactical gear while holding rifles. Then, after the bomb detonation, the FBI launched their official investigation, also finding evidence Calderon was researching how to make different bombs. During the investigation, Calderon turned over his cell phone, and authorities additionally found child pornography, for which Calderon also received charges. Calderon, 22, sentenced to 14 years behind bars, 30 years of parole, for a conviction on weapons. Neighbors call Florida cops about a gator in their neighborhood. Cops ask Christopher Abelard if he has a gator, and Abelard grins, opens his garage to reveal a baby alligator in an aquarium. Well, cops want more info, so Abelard calls his dad, Gene Abelard, who explains over the phone he found the gator in the road and brought it home because he didn't want someone to, quote, take it home and eat it. The baby gator removed, Gene Abelard now charged with unlawful sale, possession, and transporting of gators. Didn't anybody watch Tiger King for Pete's sake? More crime and justice news after this. Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. In what appears to be a random attack by a student, four women have been stabbed at the Louisiana Tech University campus in the North Louisiana city of Ruston. Sydney Sumner with Crime Online brings us the latest from both police and university authorities. Three of the four victims were taken to a hospital in Shreveport after suffering critical injuries. This according to Ruston Mayor Ronnie Walker. In an official statement, the university says a 23-year-old man was apprehended by campus police shortly after the stabbings. Ruston Police Chief Steve Rogers has announced that after receiving treatment for unidentified injuries, the suspect was taken to jail and is now behind bars. At a press appearance with Mayor Walker, Rogers said that the man was being held on four counts of attempted second-degree murder. According to Rogers, the weapon thought to have been used was a folding knife with a blade that measured roughly four inches in length. One of the four victims of the stabbing was a graduate student, and she was the first to be sent to a hospital in Shreveport. None of the other victims were said to have been students. According to Walker, two were sent from a Ruston hospital to Shreveport. The institution reported that a fourth victim declined medical attention. The assault took place just after 9 in the morning at Tech's Lambright Sports and Wellness Center, a recreation area where residents of Ruston and students can take fitness courses. It was at 9.08 a.m. that Tech police received an emergency call, and just four minutes later, the suspect was reported to be under arrest. Although Chief Rogers gave few details, he did state that the suspect had been in contact with police for about a week prior to the attack. A court has now ruled that the parents of a Michigan school shooter will face separate trials for their alleged involvement in the killings of four students. For two years, James and Jennifer Crumley had offered a unified defense. However, once the prosecutors presented fresh evidence, their attorneys requested separate trials. The request was approved by Oakland County Judge Cheryl Matthews, though it wasn't immediately apparent whose trial would be held first. The Crumbleys had been getting ready for a 
trial scheduled to begin January 23rd. It was in November of 2021 that 17-year-old Ethan Crumbly killed four classmates at Oxford High School and injured six more along with a staff member. He's scheduled for sentencing on December 8th, at which time he may receive life behind bars. A convicted killer who broke free from a prison in southeast Pennsylvania earlier this year and avoided capture for nearly two weeks is now being charged with additional theft, burglary, and other offenses related to crimes he may have committed while evading capture. Once again, Crime Online, Sydney Sumner. 34-year-old Danilo Cavalcante is officially accused of stealing a transit van and breaking into homes in southeast Pennsylvania, where he took clothing, a sleeping bag, a rifle, and ammunition, among other items. Cavalcante had been found guilty of killing his ex-girlfriend prior to his August 31st escape from Chester County Prison. Cavalcante was subsequently charged with felony counts of burglary, criminal trespass, theft and possession of a firearm, as well as a number of misdemeanor charges, including theft and receiving stolen property. After a two-week manhunt that alarmed residents and resulted in school closures just as the academic year was about to begin, Cavalcante was apprehended on September 13th. The breakthrough for law enforcement occurred when a plane equipped with a thermal imaging camera detected Cavalcante's heat signature. This allowed ground personnel to surround Cavalcante and secure the area before bringing search dogs in to conduct a thorough search. Thanks, John. A neighbor overhears Jamie Jo Tate arguing with her boyfriend outside their Indianapolis home. The boyfriend drags Tate inside the home. No one hears from her again. When cops investigate, they learn Tate was a witness to a murder. The afternoon before the argument, someone tried to run her over while she's walking home. Although there's a history of violence between Tate and the boyfriend, cops fear the suspect in the murder case intended to silence her. Jamie Joe Tate, now missing over three years. If you have info on Jamie Joe Tate, please call Indianapolis Metro PD 317-327-6160. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this crime alert, I'm Nancy Grace.